In celebration of four years of the Healthy Hustlers podcast, I'm chatting to some of my favorite guests who I've been lucky enough to have graced my microphone. Women who have inspired me to dream big, reminded me to focus on my own lane and showed me that with a positive mindset and determination, anything is possible. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, and this is the Healthy Hustlers podcast, your go-to podcast show for all things health mindset and motherhood. With over 150 episodes featuring healthy conversations with some of the most influential people in our country, including Kayla Itzines, Megan Gale, Mick Fanning, Sarah's Day, and many more, there is plenty of goodness to inspire you to live your happiest and healthiest life. This episode is brought to you by Pure Harvest's new range of organic nut milks, hazelnut, macadamia, cashew, and creamy oat. Pure Harvest new range of dairy-free milks are now available at Woolworths Australia-wide. Christy Gray is a Gold Coast-based astrologist who is deeply passionate about empowering people through astrology to connect with their higher self. Christy is a definition of high vibes, a lover of all things personal and professional development. She has always been curious about astrology. And so in 2015, Christy stopped just reading horoscopes for enjoyment and started to learn about natal chart astrology. Now, after many years of researching, studying and being mentored, Christy has created her own signature formula and cemented herself as a well-loved and trusted astrologist who passionately helps ambitious people harness confidence and certainty through the power of their stars. I've been following Christy online for quite some time now and was lucky enough to connect with her in person when she attended my podcast event on the Gold Coast and offered the guests mini astrology sessions. I knew the moment we started to exchange DMs on Instagram that Christy was my kind of girl. Her energy just burst through my phone screen and her presence is one I love being in and soaking up. This is a perfect chat to start the new year. Here's Christy. Oh, this is very exciting. Christy, welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you today? Well, I'm so good because I get to spend time with you and you are like an absolute delight. Oh, that is so nice. I like I wrote in a post about you the other day, but it's seriously true. Like you are literally like a high vibing goddess. I'm just like, your energy is so good to be in. So I'm just as excited as you. <laughs> Do you know what though? I actually would say the same about you. Like with a, like it's just you have this magnetism about you. Like I remember the first time we connected in the DMs and I was like, oh my God, like you're a vibe. And like <laughs> then I met you in person. It was so the nice. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel exactly the same about you and isn't it amazing how you can just meet people and you literally just like gel on that level it's like the coolest I honestly think it's like one of the coolest human experiences to just like connect on that level of like your vibrational matches are just so aligned that you're like hey I love this person I feel so good in their energy it's so so good I think we need more of that today as well like I'm all about the high vibes which we'll definitely get into but (laughs) You know, I think that when you do find people that match that energy, it just makes you feel like a better person yourself. And you also show up differently too, which I'm all here for. It's so, so true. Um, So today we are diving into all things astrology, stargazing, all the stars, um, birth charts. I'm really excited because I won't lie, this is 
a semi-new topic to me. It's something I've always been super interested in, but haven't really fully dived into. And I have done that with you recently. And it was such an empowering and just awesome moment. And I feel like I gained so much energy from the experience. So I'm really excited to dive into it with you today. But I guess to get started, like, what is astrology? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. And it's such a great question to start with because thanks to pop culture, we know our star sign, which is great. And it's a very small piece of the puzzle. It's a very important piece of the puzzle. However, um, what I do as an astrologer is I am using natal chart astrology. And so what that involves is think of the exact date, time and place of your birth. It's like that is everything that astrology represents because essentially what happens at that exact time is that a natal chart is produced and that's your natal chart. That's your soul's blueprint. I call it your map of potential. It's not only who you are and who you came, but it's also who you came here to be. And it gives you so much insight as to who you are, the people in your life and how you see or perceive the world around you. And I always say astrology helps you to make sense of things. Now, what we tend to see online a lot, like I love a good astrology meme, do not get me wrong. I am totally here for them. And I love it like when we can send our friends like, oh, babes, this is so you and like send them their star sign. It's the best. I feel like the Aries ones are always the best. They're like so good. Like there's some great creators out there and I just love that. Um, But it's just such a small piece of the puzzle. And so the first thing I always say to everyone is think of astrology, not like a belief system, but a language. Once you realize it's a language, you can kind of develop your own relationship with it. So just like you, if you were to say, learn a language, you wouldn't just speak Um, go to one class and speak it fluently astrology is no different I'll be learning astrology till the day I die and I still won't know everything that there is to know about the stars and that's the really cool thing about it that's insane isn't it it's so cool I really liked what you said about your like life's potential I, I feel like that was just like whoa that hit me when you said that I'm like that's awesome Yeah, what is it's like your map of potential we're given this map to explore and Um, think about or even embody the person that we want to be in this lifetime and nothing's set in stone in astrology and nothing's good or bad but there is duality because there's duality in life there's um, yin yang there's black white and astrology is no different there's planets zodiac signs and houses and they all have duality and I call it the high vibrational energy and the low vibrational energy and it's up to us as individuals using our natal chart to find our high vibrational energy but more importantly the right energy for us at the given any given time so with the natal chart could you give us just like a bit of a rough I guess example of of what that would look like because there's obviously as you say there's houses there's star signs in different like there's there's a lot it's a map it literally is a map yeah, it is. And yeah. when you first look at it, so anybody that has an astrology session with me, I always send a natal chart as follow-up with a key. So you've got that. But I'm going to be really honest. Most people I show it to, they're like, what am I looking at? Because it looks like a bunch of symbols on a piece of paper. And it's just easier for an astrologer to read it just purely based on how it's laid out in that way. But essentially what there are is, I'll start with the planets. So the planets, um, best analogy I can give you is think of them like a type of movie. 
So is it a romantic comedy or is it a thriller? Some people have or they know of like Saturn return or somebody might have a really heavy Saturn year. And Saturn represents structure and discipline and karma. So if you think of that as a movie, well, it's probably going to be between a drama and a thriller and something you're not going to want to watch again anytime soon. And so the planets really will dictate different flavors of our lives. Whereas the star signs or what we know of them as constellations are like the characters in your movie. So is it a Beyonce or is it a Cardi B? And they're going to bring that movie to life. And just like, say, for instance, Beyonce, because she's like Queen B, right? She can do one genre and just nail it, but she might try something for creative purposes. And it just has a different flavor to it. It's the same goes with the planets and the star signs. Like some of them just mesh and gel better with some more than others. And then this is where I tend to lose everyone is with the houses. And I think it's because we can't can't actually see them, but they essentially split up um, and they create quadrants on a natal chart. And there's different house systems too. So depending on what type of astrology you see will determine what house system they use. Um, but think of the houses just like the scenes in your movie. Is it the beginning? Is it the middle or is it the end? And if there's nothing in a house, it doesn't matter. Um, the Astro Twins always say it's like an empty room to decorate, which I love. And so love that. They, just, they just give you extra insight into how your movie comes to life. But always remember, you're the main character of your movie, which is how all the pieces of the puzzle work together. Oh, wow. That is so powerful because it, it, like, it is when you're hearing it for the first time, it's so overwhelming. Like the planets are here and it's in this house. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> but you just describe it so perfectly and, and so easy to understand and to grasp and for it to make sense. I guess, what do you, what do people use astrology for? And like, why do people come to you to have their natal charts read and understood? Yeah, look, I think um, we're all looking for empowerment. Um, it's interesting because I, I, even though I'm an astrologer, what's at the center of my ecosystem, I talk about this a lot, is like empowerment. How can we feel empowered as individuals? And how can we feel empowered to make decisions that are essentially going to help us to stay in our lane and to feel more confident in who we are? And that's why people, I think, come to me for astrology. I have a really different view of astrology and how I use it. I use it as an empowerment tool, but more importantly, I don't dabble in doom and gloom predictions. I try to stay away from that altogether and I'm always looking for the most empowered path forward. So some people come to me because they want to understand their strengths, like their superpowers. They want to understand what their challenges are, how other people see them. Maybe they want to know what their purpose is or their career or what they're here to do in this lifetime. Um, I also do uh, forecast astrology, which is transits and understanding, okay, well, what area of my life is in the spotlight and how do I feel about it? And where am I going? And give me some key dates, Christy, to work with. And so there's lots of different reasons why people come to me. But I think at the end of the day is I think we all want to feel more empowered and to trust our intuition and to feel more certain with the direction that we want to take. Well, I can hands down say that you definitely empower. Like my reading was so empowering. And something that I actually loved was you did for me the kids' birth charts, which I think for anyone who's listening who is a parent maybe, especially a mum, like we're in this incredibly privileged day and age where parenting is, there is so much research, there is so much knowledge, there's like abundance of books and teachers and courses and everything but that also carries with it an enormous amount of pressure 
overwhelm to do things right. I say them in quotation marks, air quotation marks. But what I've actually found is, and that stuff can become very suffocating um, as a parent. And when you're parenting different children who have different personalities and different needs, like it's even because one thing might work for the other, but then it doesn't work. You know, a, a prime example, my mum always says to me, like, when Georgia has these like humongous meltdowns, like she's so incredibly emotional and the meltdowns are just like extraordinary, like 30 minutes of just like high intensity emotions. And my mum will say little things like, oh, you never did that. Like you, you never, never did that. And so it's like comes with that of like, oh, well, what did you do to then to make me feel okay in those moments? But what I feel like with the kids' birth charts was it gave me you gave me such an insightful look into them, their personalities, the way they need to be nurtured, things that will support them, things that that won't. And it almost took the pressure away of like these disciplines or these rules around parenting. And instead I was like, wow, I just actually understand my children so much more. Like a a prime example of what you said to me with Rocco is as he gets older, the way he'll like to learn is not necessarily being told so you show him once how to do things say if he's got a train set like show him once and then leave him to his own devices where the Georgia's like a real perfectionism like she's a true true Virgo so for her she like needs to know that she can do it exactly right like so with drawing at the moment it's like I'll have to draw a flower like 15 times over every morning and then hold her hand and she still won't do it alone until the day that she knows that she can do it herself like perfectly so it's just been a really like it's just so insightful and so empowering I think as a parent to be able to understand your children on such a deeper level yeah so it's a real gift like that you gave me yeah but then for myself as well you know obviously having my chart and like understanding that the last few months you know this year's been really hard like why that needed to happen in my blueprint really in my path so yeah it's so so eye-opening it's incredible yeah I I say I've like the coolest job in the world because I truly believe that I have (laughs) The coolest job in the world and I kind of pinch myself every day that I actually not only that astrology found me in this lifetime because I definitely think that it's a blessing and I'm very grateful for it but also like I actually get to do this work and it's something that I feel um, so inspired by every day and I'm learning something new every single day whether it's about myself or a client I'm connecting with and and that's the beautiful thing about astrology is that there is no end goal with it we're constantly as human beings we're cyclic we're always um, we're always evolving and um, I want you to know anyone that's listening is your natal chart's no different right it's your soul's blueprint it's constantly evolving too and so you grow with it and you're never behind there's always another transit around the corner but I love the fact that you highlighted the children's charts because um, what I'm not a parent but I've worked with so many parents and I think that that's what I see in them when we're connecting and I'm telling them about their children there's this like moment of radical self-acceptance for themselves but then radical acceptance for their kids because it's like how do all these little souls work together and how do we thrive as a family definitely absolutely yeah it's amazing so how did you come to find astrology and the work that you do this is such a story and I'd like buckle up because um, <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, it was definitely not an easy road and it was very drawn out. So uh, I went on a spiritual quest, you could say, at my Saturn return. So right on time with astrology. So I woke up on my 28th birthday and realized something needed to change in my life because my previous self was very different than what I am today. So I battled with addiction. I um, had like a really colorful upbringing and I was living a very disempowered life and I lacked a lot of self-love and worthiness. And so our Saturn return is very pivotal because it's an opportunity to either have a dark night of the soul or a spiritual awakening. I got both and um, it put me on a path of health and well-being and spirituality. And I worked in the beauty industry and learning and development. So I was always coaching and developing people. And I really loved, as a Virgo, I love being of service to others. And uh, I kept coming up against this roadblock in my life of over like a five-year period in this journey of, is this it? And I would get to these moments and going, what is my, what am I here to do? Because this is there's something missing in my life. And I think a lot of us can resonate with that as well. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, what ended up happening was I had been studying lots of different things. Like I'd studied to become a personal trainer and then I studied nutrition. And then I was like, what is this thing that That's I'm That's also like a real for? typical 28, like, you know, that milestone where it's like, I want to study all the things and try and wear all the hats and figure it out. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Pure Harvest new range of organic nut milks, hazelnut, macadamia, cashew and creamy oat. Pure Harvest new range of dairy-free milks are now available at Woolworths Australia wide. And I just remember like thinking, oh my goodness, like what, are, what am I trying to obtain here? And it was really serendipitous because what ended up happening was I then studied life coaching and I was like, mm, this is still not the thing, but it's giving me some tools to potentially start a business. But I'd seen the psychic a couple of times and she was actually the first one that ever introduced me to my natal chart. She had an ephemeris, which is their traditional way of looking at a natal chart. And okay. she, the first time I met her, she said, to me she said you're really fiery and I was like I am but how do you know this and I she had this book and I was like what's this book and this literally opened up like Pandora's box for me I spent three years like just exploring like things like numerology astrology like just trying to understand how does this person know more about me, but from a book, not because of her psychic abilities. I think that had kind of a layer to it, right? And then I actually saw her. So I ended up quitting my corporate job, moving back to the Gold Coast because I was living in Sydney and um, I had in intense adrenal fatigue. And I went back to see her and I was actually feeling pretty good because I'd started my business. And she said to me, she's like, you're not done studying. And I just left and I went, I've studied so much. I'd even studied to become a crystal healer because I thought that <laughs> might be the thing. <laughs> Definitely was not the thing. And I love it. <laughs> so bad. And yeah, definitely not here for the healing work in that regard. Um, but I actually went home and I just Googled. Imagine, like, I think I Googled, like, how do you become an astrologer? And honestly, like magic, I 
found an astrology teacher that lived like three kilometers from my house. I booked a session and I sat outside her house and Narelle, who is an award-winning astrologer, um, who became my mentor, um, I sat outside her house and I was like, this is, I hadn't even met her yet. And I was like, this is where I'm meant to be. And wow. I became an astrologer that day, <laughs> pretty much. Oh my goodness. That's insane. Wow. Just that deep knowing, like you just knew as soon as you're there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And you're always studying, like you're always oh, learning yeah. new things, aren't you? Yeah. Like yeah. constantly. And I think that's really important to remain relevant as an astrologer and also to ensure that you're keeping up with trends and continuing to hone your craft because um, I think you can become like, like anything, right? You can become complacent. And mm, so definitely. I try to commit to something at least like once a month or once a quarter so that I'm constantly up leveling because there's so many different areas. There's like... Yeah. 2023 for me will be medical astrology. So how I learn about the body and health. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's insane. That is so cool. I love that though. I think like learning, if you're like learning is just such an empowering thing, like to, it's such a privilege as well, you know, to be in a place where we can learn is like insane. Like I remember learning, I remember having that like as a big lesson when I was like 23 and I was studying overseas and I remember just thinking like wow like how lucky am I to like live in a country where there's opportunities to literally be able to be whoever I want to be in this world like I literally any of us can be whoever we want like it's yeah it's such a privilege so I love that you love learning I think it's such a beautiful beautiful quality um I do want to talk about though this concept of higher self or next level self I know you you have obviously said that you love empowering people but and a lot of your work is to connect them with their higher self and it's a term that we hear a lot in self-development podcasts you know what does it actually mean your higher self your next level self yeah um and I say the work I do is astrology for your higher self so I love that you're asking me this question because I think it's a question that a lot of people stumble on and I want to keep it really simple Think of it as the best version of yourself or think of it as who you came here to be. And we all can connect with our higher self every day for wisdom, for clues, for insights, because we can spark up a conversation with our higher self as well. And how we do that is by creating space or stillness for self-inquiry. If your life is chaotic or it's noisy, it's going to be really hard to connect with that inner wisdom. Um, So our higher self is like our ascension really and uh, what I found and what I try to do through astrology and through stargazing and looking at your natal chart is help you to understand how you do connect with your higher self because we do connect with it differently Mm -hmm. and so for me um, personally I find journaling is a really Mm -hmm. great way to connect with my higher self and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like clearing out the clutter of what's just hanging out in my mind that doesn't need to be there but also allows me to start that conversation of self-inquiry But for some people, it could be sitting in meditation or doing a visualization Mm. because Mm. they might be more cerebral and they might have a lot of air in their natal chart and that just helps them to anchor in and connect with that deep knowing. Or somebody might have a lot of water in their chart and they they connect with their higher self through feeling. And Mm. um, that feeling could come from, you know, spending some time in the ocean or spending some time out in nature or going for a walk. And so there's kind of two parts to that is I think we all have it. We're all here to achieve it, but it's also about 
it's not something like tangible either. So we have to create the stillness to connect. I love that. I think that's something we often, you know, in today's society where, you know, busy is often a badge of honour and, you know, we're all on this hamster wheel of go, 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 go. But we're trying to do all the things as well, like the journaling and the meditation and, you know, fitting them all into your morning ritual, but it's got to be done at 4.30 in the morning because I've still got to get out the door by this time. Like that stillness isn't fully always created. And so sometimes, like I know for me personally, actually took stepping away from a job, like, you know, actually making a decision to leave a job and completely retract out of the noise and to create that space. Like, and that's a big, that's a big shift, but I I knew I needed that because I was stuck, you know, I was so stuck in like, I know I'm here for something more. I know that there's something bigger, but what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? And like, it was never going to come to me with the amount of noise that I had going on and the hamster wheel that I was on. So it took that big dramatic leaving the corporate job and like completely reshaping that whole working life. But I think I love that you just touch on the stillness because they can look different for everyone. And, you know, I know people that live surrounded by nature or can connect with nature easily might find it super easy to create that stillness every day but for others it might be that little bit harder to tap into yeah and it's not about doing all the things or ticking off like um because I see this also a lot where people feel a lot of pressure I think especially after the last couple of years as well where they just don't have as maybe as much motivation to do like these big grandiose morning routines and it's about just going what have I got in my toolbox and every day how can I lean on something that will create stillness and especially if you're a mum as well that could be five minutes it doesn't have to be like I, I joke all the time it's not like you need to meditate on a silk cushion with rose petals at your feet for 30 minutes. Like, oh, what do you mean? I'm going to get rid of those, that, that pillow. <laughs> no, it's so true, isn't it? It's about like just those small, those small actions every day. That, yeah. So I guess how can someone really, you know, really start to embody their like when they get it that clearer understanding of you know they've created the stillness they've got the feelings of you know what they think they might be here for or what they want to start working towards how do they really start to embody that and take that kind of inspired action yeah great great question so um, I would actually look towards your natal chart and you don't even need to come and see me to do that and I'd look towards two key placements so and you can cast your natal chart for free online Um, you can go somewhere like astro.com to do that and if you don't know um, this other placement I'm going to give you but look towards your sun sign which is your star sign Because even if you're born on the cusp, whatever your sun sign is in, that is who you came to be in this lifetime. If you want to get really savvy with it, look towards the house placement as well. Mm -hmm. And that will help you to see because your sun is related to where you're destined to shine. It's related to purpose and life goals. So if you want to embody it, so say, for example, um, we'll use you, for example, um, is that you're a cancer sun. And Mm -hmm. cancer is all about nurturing and self-love. I always think of it as like the divine feminine. You are here to really um, give to everybody in your life in a way where you take care of them. 
However, this is the cool thing about your chart, is your sun is in the 11th house. And the 11th house rules Uranus house. And so it rules humanity and technology and groups of people. So it's really about how do you leave the world a better place in this lifetime? And so it's not just about you giving to people. It's like, what are you, what legacy, what are you going to leave behind? And how can you leave the world a better place? And so that's kind of like one piece of the puzzle. And then the other piece is look towards your ascendant or your rising sign. I always say if you're out of alignment and you need to embody something, is look towards your ascendant. In a traditional astrology, it's the most important part of the natal chart. You'll need to know your time of birth and your exact time of birth for that. But for example, mine is in Leo. And so I know for me, self-expression is really important and creativity. And so I find that when I'm out of alignment or I'm not like, I'm not embodying my higher self, it's because I'm not holding, I'm holding myself back. I'm dimming my light. And so I have Mm. to do something to go back out there and reignite that spark. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's almost like this balancing act in a lot of ways, isn't it? It's, yeah, it really is. Like, and I find that, like, I know we were talking about that of like, how much I give power to others in, and also hold the power myself, you know, and, and, and owning both of those, like creating space for other people to be in the light, but then also like when it's time for me to step up and shine that bit too. It's like this constant balancing, yeah, yeah. to be in alignment with my, my chart. Yeah. Have, and I, have I said that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you've done a, a, an amazing <laughs> job. That was like, scary, <laughs> like saying that to an astrologer. <laughs> No, you nailed it, babes. You nailed it. (laughs) So good. But the balancing act is we're constantly, um, I always say we're always trying to find our equilibrium. So what tends to happen because uh, there's lots of different charts in astrology and your natal chart is the most important. Um, But another chart I'll reference is our transit. So where the planets are right now and how they're communicating with us and And that's why what tends to happen with transits and progressions is that um, planets will create these cosmic connections with our chart or they activate our chart and different planets in our chart. And so what tends to happen is we learn a lesson, but because of a planet's orbit, it changes. And so what will happen Mm -hmm. is we're like, I thought I learned this. And then a few months later, you're like, why am I dealing with this again? And we're trying to find our equilibrium again. And, And that's the cool thing about our higher self. It doesn't, it's not perfect. There's no end destination. But we're constantly trying to find our core, our centre, and like work towards or be guided by it in a compass, which is helping us to get where we need to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Love, love, love that. Now, I really want to speak, talk to you about your word for 2023. We're obviously coming up to a new year and I spoke about this concept last year on the podcast and I feel like it was obviously everywhere on social media, which was really cool. It was a cool trend to see that people with moved away from this news resolution and really started to focus on having a word, which is just really a word that is going to embody your year. So what is your word and how can you give the listeners like some examples of how you'll actually use that, that word to make decisions, how you show up, how you, you know, use it in your work to give us a really clear understanding of, of how we can use it as an empowering thing for the new year? Yeah, so my word for 2023 is higher and it's very intentional because I 
I've been choosing a word since 2017 and each year has built upon the last and my word of 2022 was impact and I feel like I made an impact in so many different ways and embodied that word so much um, just purely based on how my business has grown and how many new people came through my business through the lens of astrology. Uh, However, I felt like I wanted a word that had both feminine and masculine, and that's what higher represents to me because as much as I want to continue to make an impact um, and shine, but I I also want to raise my vibration and I want to operate at a higher frequency. And so higher, what that represents to me is um, almost each time I do something is to reflect and celebrate how can I go that little bit higher. So whether it's like, how can I do something better? And it's not about perfection because I am a Virgo. Um, so I do tend to chase perfection. When but you said you're Virgo, I'm like, oh, no one do I. I love you. I love Virgos. <laughs> <laughs> and in the past I have, I've chased perfection, but it's just more about how can I operate at a different frequency and um, raise the bar and not for anybody else, but more importantly, myself. And so how I foresee again, how I kind of like foresee this playing out, but the universe sometimes have has other plans is I've had a, I've got a big Saturn year ahead of me in astrology. I've had it easy this year. So I've been loving it, but I've had a lot of Jupiter activations, which Jupiter represents abundance and luck and um, wisdom. Whereas like Saturn, it means I'm going to need to get to work. And so I want to make sure that higher remains my North Star. And so in those moments where I am faced with challenges and adversity, um, not that I want to create a self-fulfilling prophecy of how my year is going to unfold, but I think I am going to be challenged in some different ways as I want to make sure that I continue to not lose sight of where I'm going and I'm running a marathon and not a race. And that's just going to help me to get where I need to go. I love that. Wow. So much thought and consideration into that, which is amazing. And it just shows how powerful having a word can be, you know, and to exactly what you're saying in those harder times, those more challenging times is going back to that. You know, my word for this year was actually intentional because I went into the year knowing that I didn't have, I would have another baby. I wouldn't have a lot of time. So it's like, whatever I do has to be very intentional and you know, I want to be able to do it. So it can be, it can, it's just such an empowering practice to be able to have that rather than, I feel like the news resolutions, it's like, you know, I always get to like 31st of Jan and I'm like, oh, well, that's already gone. Like, <laughs> screwed that up in the first week. <laughs> and it's always like, eat healthy or don't eat chocolate or, you know, like something that I'm like, oh, come on, just, just live life. <laughs> oh. And I think too, it puts like for someone like me, like I'm really driven and I'm ambitious and I want to like keep working towards my higher self. So I feel like um, with goals and especially New Year's resolutions, there's sometimes a lot of restraint and whether it's like you don't, you don't achieve them or maybe I achieve what I want or maybe it changes, but a word gives you something to really embody and it's acts as your North Star. And I think that's kind of cool. I love that. Love that so much. Christy, you're just the best. I love you. Thank you so much for your time. But I really want to um, share where the audience can find you, how they can engage with your work. So give us all the lowdown on where we can find you and how people can work with you. I keep it super easy. You can find me at christygray.com or my Instagram handle is christygray. Like 
super easy. And if you are curious about astrology uh, and you're not sure where to begin, I actually have a quiz just to make it super easy on my website. But I also know that uh, astrology is always based on trust, especially when you're investing in your spirituality or anything esoteric. And so don't be afraid to send me a message. You can email me or slide up in my DMs and have a conversation with me first to see if we're going to vibe. Love it. Thank you so, so much for your time and all of your wisdom. Always love connecting with you. You're a dream. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.